Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. The show within the show. The show about the show. This is the show that's grown more and more controversial by the day. Glad you're with us. You can always go to Permission Granted Podcast on iTunes, search Permission Granted. You can also find it on our brand new website. The new website is great. Go to cbssportsradio.com and click on the DA Show tab. They've totally revamped the new website. We've had a little bit of, of difficulties getting the live web, the live simulcast rather, going up up there at watchda.com, but we've been doing it anyway on Facebook Live, so you can watch the show on Facebook instead. But for everything else that's been under construction, it looks great. Go to cbssportsradio.com, click on the DA Show tab, and then when you hit audio instead of articles on that tab, you will see for us on the DA Show audio tab all of the, the show's segments every day, and then also you will see the clicks for, or the links rather, for the Permission Granted podcast. So it's an easy way to listen there as well. So Mraz is back after a two-week suspension. He has served his time. He is now back kind of like a a steroid PED suspension. He is now back. There is no appeal process. We don't have one of those here. So two weeks ago, it was uh, Dave Friedman who joined me for March Madness Breakdown. Last week, it was Robbie Rosenhaus who joined me as well as an extended Trash Tuesday. And Mraz is back. So welcome back to the PGP. I'm sure this is a big moment for you. Uh, It's good to be back. So uh, I feel like I'm back at home and uh, I'm ready to press on with my career. I'm guessing there will not not be any more belches into the microphone at any point. No, and I didn't need a suspension to teach me that. There wouldn't have been pre-suspension, but, you know, I serve my punishment. That's it. Move on. The one interesting aspect here is that uh, not only were you suspended from oh. being host of the Side B, but you were forced to edit oh. last week's PGP, which included... Your arch nemesis, Robbie Rosenhaus. So well, it was double punishment. It not only two weeks ago, too. You do the March Madness one, and then I'm inserting John Rothstein from the show on the side B. Uh, it's just enough with the edits. I mean, how much work do I have to do? And then you're right. There wasn't even the Rosenhaus. You got me inserting Trash Tuesday drops in there because you didn't have the, you know, the playback machine. I, I never did. I did more work on the PGP being off of it than I have done on the show in five years. Well, you're extraordinarily lucky because really good podcasts have edits that has music, it has multiple commercials. You know, really good podcast is a piece of edited audio. But I would agree. But the way that we do it around here, the way that everybody around here does it, because they either don't know good radio, don't know good podcasts, or just lazy, it'll be just talking to a microphone for 40 minutes or 30 minutes and then just upload it. Right. And that's what, you know. Correct. That's what a lot of people think serves as a normal podcast. I know that that's not the case, but I, I realize that I have to pick my battles around here. So if you're going to be suspended... 
well, then you deserve to do more. It's it's like inmates or prisoners having to make um, license plates. Not only did you do the crime, but now you have to actually be productive as well while you serve. Yeah, getting paid a penny for every plate I make. Absolutely. So, I, you know, I did it. I thought the PGP came out well. I was still proud of my editing work on the PGP. So that was it. I thought it was actually a very entertaining PGP. Well, it's how you need to contribute. It's like if you're going to get benched, then you better be really good in practice. If you're going to be suspended, you've got to be really good on the practice field or really good in the locker room. Scout team. Absolutely. So I ran the scout team. I thought I did an excellent job running the scout team. And frankly, I'm here now to save the PGP. It's funny because you, along with everybody else around here, hated the arrogance of Robbie Rosenhaus on the PGP last week. Hated it. Said that when he said I'm the smart and one of the smartest guys here, um, you know, he said that I'm a talent. Joey Waller knows this. You know this, DA. Um, oh. You know, he wanted to be a. He feels like he has hosting abilities. And what you don't realize is that there's an element of him in you. You know, people don't like no, you. Oh, no, People no. don't like your arrogance as well. But my arrogance is warranted. Where is his arrogance coming from? Well, somebody who's arrogant would think that. <laughs> fair enough. I will say, though, to be fair, you, you put, you're you putting words in my mouth, okay? Okay. I found Robbie Rosenhaus on side B to be actually very entertaining. I thought it was a great listen. I thought his side B arguably might have been better than a lot of my side Bs recently. Mm. That being said... Got to be better than you belching to Jay Berman. Sure enough. I thought it was funny. I thought he gave a few laughs. You have to take, though, the aspect of just as a pure podcast enjoyer or a listener of the show out of it and go as somebody who works side by side of that that person. You hear the answers coming out of his mouth, and you just want to say, you don't get it, dude. You just don't get it. What doesn't he get? What's the big thing he doesn't get? I would say... Just work ethic alone. And this, I know, is going to sound so hypocritical <laughs> and ironic. It is one thing in all my years working here to leave a shift early. Hey, you got to run. You got a doctor's appointment. You have things like that happen. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, a significant other needs you or something else calls. But to leave a shift early, first of all, as a part-timer, you don't get paid on a salary. Like, I get paid whether I work seven hours, eight hours, nine hours a salary. He gets paid per the hour. When he says that... Oh, it was understandable he had to leave. It was St. Paddy's Day and he had to drive an Uber. He's still billing the company for the hours he left and didn't work here that somebody else was working. It's not like he said, hey, I'm leaving, but you don't have to, you can only pay me till 10 or whatever if he's supposed to work till midnight. But his justification in selling, like, we're nuts for not expecting him to leave early in that spot. It's just like, you don't, you want to shake him and go, you listen to what you're saying? Just, and you work in, I think a lot of people don't realize this. If you heard this part of Robbie Rosenhaus, the part-timers here all fight for shifts, right? So you have to make yourself, I can work this shift, this shift, this shift. There were probably three part-timers who did nothing on St. Paddy's Day who would have been available to work and made money in their pocket mm. to stay the whole shift. Took food out of their mouths. But he put that he was available when clearly he was not available and worked, double-dipped, and, and went work somewhere else where somebody else could have made that money. And I maybe the average listener doesn't know that and they're just entertained by what he's saying. But hearing that, I'm going, dude, you don't get it. You don't deserve those shifts then. So he's a likable character. He's a funny, affable fellow. However, but he's very unlikable too. Is there a more likable slash unlikable person in the history of us working here? Well, I think he's unlikable because, to your point, he shirks responsibility. Right. And if he just didn't do that, he'd be a really likable fellow. I mean, yeah, he would trash talk about teams, but I mean, there's a lot of people that do that. Right. But the fact is, around here. He has a dark cloud ahead of him or above him because people know they can't depend on him and he's going to make excuses in not doing his job. 
Yes, and and walk away going like you should expect to help me out. Like that's the way. That's the impression he gives. Like you should expect to help me out. So because uh, I am Robbie Rosenhouse. Like who are you? Who are you? So has he reached out to you since the PGP was recorded? Yes, and he's been very, I would say, friendly with me, and I've been very friendly with him. Because he said he was the big bad wolf coming for you at Little Red Riding. And I heard that, and it's you know, come on. Any dirt off my shoulder. You know who says they're the big bad wolf? Somebody who's not the big bad wolf. That's the way I look at it. Okay, well, you might not be intimidated by him, but he didn't reach out to apologize like, hey, I know I came after you kind of hard. No, and you know what? I think we have a good enough relationship. I can't even I'm calling it that, where like he would know that I would never take anything personal because I don't want to be taken personal either because I've taken more than enough shots about him on the air. Okay, so when I'm he, fine with that. When he says he he said he's hunting down your job yeah, and okay. that objects in the rear view are close than they appear, you're not taking that personally. It's just like, whatever, it's good shtick. I, I am not taking it personally. However, I would say this. Oh, I would say this. If there was ever a true fallout between me and you where I was really fired, I really did something beyond belching. <laughs> Boy, do I pray to the heavens you hire Robbie Rosenhaus as your producer. I give him three weeks and he's out. Really? Yeah. You love his shtick now. Work with him five days a week. You'll be ready to throw his big old ass out the window. <laughs> Telling you right now. <laughs> So, yeah, it might be shtick, but if he was really hunting me down and I really left, oh, please, I'd gladly, you know, get shot by him to have him take my job because it would only hurt you, big guy. Because it would it would explode in my face. It would explode. Oh, we love Robbie. He's likable. Three weeks later, you'd be screaming. That's the one guy, actually, who, if they were to replace me, you would be like, God, I need Mraz back here in a heartbeat. Anybody else, you'd be like, ah, see, we could do without. Robbie would make you pray for me. <laughs> because... Because he does so little work. Yes, and there's a reason. Robbie says in the in this side B of the PGP that he's had a lot of stops along the way in his career, <laughs> yeah. and says so some of it was his own self inflicted wounds, some of it was bad management or whatever along the way. I would say this generally. This applies to the workplace, and this applies to sports. The superstars don't make multiple spots. Stops. Right. You know what I mean? Not in their prime. Not in their prime. Yeah. Kobe Bryant really was only a Laker, okay? Dwight Howard, a lot of stops. Right. Everybody everybody sees the intangibles, the abilities. Then all of a sudden, he turns around to Charlotte Hornet. Yeah. Why has Robbie made all these stops if he's such a heroic figure in radio? Randy Moss should have been a Viking. But right. There's the Raiders' ears. There's the Patriots years, then there's the Titans at the end. And what does that have in common? You never win that Super Bowl, right, no. Randy? No. So why is Robbie hopping around and now suddenly he's the smartest person? People don't understand how talented he is. Maybe a little T.O. in there. There's he's Robbie, I would call him the bit the I would say this. Robbie's a four hundred pound tease. Okay. He's a tease. He teases you into thinking you really got something talent wise. That's why when you approach me and go, I think you and Robbie have something there. And I would listen back and I go, Yeah. I think we had something for 20 minutes on the podcast. I don't think we have something for 15 years. Really? Because that is that is a ship I think I tie myself onto. Suddenly it explodes because he exploded. And there I am, jobless, you know, like Dino Costa working in Wyoming, Wyoming from a basement. Huh. I can't have that happen. Huh. You got to pick and, pick and choose your battles. So you think that he is a ticking time bomb. He's just undependable. Yes. I think good guy, obviously demons. I don't think... If I had to say 24 months from now, I don't think Robbie Rosenhaus is gracing the halls here. 24 months from now, two years. Yes. Whether it's somebody else's fault or his, or his <laughs> and he blames somebody else, that would be my prediction. And if he makes it beyond 24 months and really people change and he's settled in, I wish him nothing but the best that I welcome him with open arms because I, I think he is a nice guy. Like, I don't think he has bad intentions. No. But, I, you know, shark doesn't change its teeth. Hmm. I never heard of that. 
I was trying to think. It was some animal doesn't change something. Leopard doesn't change its spots. Okay, leopard doesn't change its spots. Yeah. So you're telling me April 2020, we don't have a, a the house around? No. No Robbie Rosenhaus? No. And we've moved on to who knows what bit on the DA show by then. Well, this could be very fleeting 15 minutes for Robbie anyway, because now there's an undercurrent of people around here that are upset at you for telling me that they're that they don't like Robbie. Because Robbie's come after them, right? Yes. He's tried to make good, I guess, which is good. There are several. I would say multiple sources have told me yeah. that in the days and hours that have followed last week's Permission Granted podcast, <laughs> Robbie has cornered, I think would be the word. Oh, no. Several of oh, the no. names you rattled off about you know, him rubbing people the wrong way. Yeah. And, asked, and flat out, to Robbie's credit, once things said to his face, yeah. I, I, if I'm him... You I know, probably want those answers too. That's kind of interesting that he wants he wants he wants to address it face to face, and yeah. maybe that's part of Robbie looking to clean up his image. And from what I gather, though, it wasn't like if you if Robbie approached them and said, "Hey, what about you? Don't I heard you don't like me? What don't you like? Is yeah. there anything I could do to make you not like me, yeah. or anything I need to work on?" It's like Manzel right now trying right. to clean up his image, but he's not doing a Manzel. I think he's basically beating his chest like a big gorilla on top of the Empire State Building, King Kong, going, "You don't like me." I don't like you. Like, I think it's really? one of those situations. Yeah. Oh, so boy. So he's exacerbated the problem. And I I feel, though, it's only appropriate <laughs> if we at least be honest here. Last week, you rattled off some names. And I am going to go down the ship and say I've given you many of those names. However, prior... And listen to my wording. Prior to the PGP, Jay Berman, who was last known for being on the PGP that I was suspended for... Yeah. Did not tell me that he disliked Robbie Rosenhaus. Okay. In fact, I don't remember ever having a conversation with him about <laughs> okay. Robbie Rosenhaus. Now, mind you. This is like the Mitchell report. Yes. <laughs> mind you, I just worded the word prior to the PGP. He never said that. Okay. <laughs> so he was a little taken aback. Like, where did you even get that from? Now I got Robbie cornering me and after all that. So I would like to just, I think, publicly on this say Jay Berman okay. was falsely accused. Now, you know what? Now that his name's already been out there and he served double jeopardy since then and since that, Jay has quote-unquote told me now everything he said was true, but he just never ahead of time said that. So at the time, falsely accused was Jay Berman. Okay, so Berman is saying that he never liked Robbie, but he never let anybody know that, so there's no way I could have identified him as somebody that disliked him. Exactly, exactly. But and he did dislike him. And yes. So here, now, now, so here's where I'm going. <laughs> Berman doesn't like anybody. So I knew he was he was going to be like one of the front runners right. to not like Robbie because Robbie does, a lot of people don't like Robbie. And I knew what you were doing when you rattled off those names. You were shaking that cage. You were trying to get him shook up, and you were just giving names of people that I think you are comfortable with enough that if they approach you like, "Why did you say my name?" Hey, I know you well. I thought it was it was good. Well, stick. no, no, no. I I thought I had sources and all of that. You did. Okay, I had. Out of the, I think I named five guys. Mike Carver absolutely was somebody that texted me, even though he is not happy with me right now. Mike Carver, who is the producer of the uh, Scott Farrell 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 show. I I named Carver because you told me Carver. Uh I named you because I know you. Uh I named Bourbon because I assume Bourbon hated him. And we named Pete Hoffman and Bellotti. I don't know if I said Pete Hoffman by name. But if I did, that was obviously on the record because those two guys have had a falling out. Big time. And then I I listed Bellotti because Bellotti told me. Bilotti specifically told me in the studio they didn't like Rosenhaus. Yeah, and now... Now, Bilotti might not be happy because that might have been off the record, but I was telling the truth. Yeah, see, I think that is the problem. I think you went a little off the record, but I don't have a problem with you going off the record because I'm the one who gave you all the names. It was off the record, but who cares? Honestly, who cares? So what they know you don't like you, Robbie? I mean, come on. Yeah, so now at that point, it's just that everybody's been... 
now the truth has been told they really didn't like him, and now he knows that. Which is actually where I defend Robbie now, because Robbie went and approached them about it. And he wants to call you out if you're not talking me on your back, and I think there's something to be acknowledged for that. I agree, but you're telling me that it's gone the other way on him. Oh, I mean, people hate him now. <laughs> and there were people, put it this way, people who were not mentioned, who maybe had like... Or or weren't aware that other people felt the way they felt yeah, about Robbie. Now, now it's like uh, society, right? It's you know I don't want to compare it to anybody, but it's like you hear one story of somebody coming out with something, you go, oh wait a minute, that happened to me too. Right, and now right. it's a different Me Too movement. It, it's a different Me Too <laughs> okay. moment, and I would say there's been I would arguably ten to twelve names that have come out since. Ten to twelve. I get too many to rattle off. Oh, you're kidding me. I'm telling you. So we've maybe doubled or tripled the amount of people that we knew disliked him. Right. And I, okay. And before I get out of here, if we're adding to this Robbie story, it should also say one of those names, the 10 to 12 names was in fact the person who had to finish the work left behind by Robbie Rosenhaus uh-huh. on the St. Paddy's day Uber, you know, <laughs> yeah. trip he made. And I believe Robbie stated in the permission granted podcast that he told guys he was going and it was no problem. And he had done all the work for the night. Anyway, from what I understand, the work was not all done. He did not ask anybody. He just, like, Irish goodbye And the person who then had to do all his work had to stay two hours extra, but only still have to, if you will, uh, get paid for what he was supposed to get paid to because he can't put the two extra hours on his timesheet. So two hours of free labor while Robbie's out there picking up, you know, strippers in his Uber on St. Paddy's Day. <laughs> and I have to ask Uber, is this the kind of work ethic you want on your job, too? Well, he's committed to Uber, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can be your own boss. It's your side hustle. (laughs) Huh. So there's been only negatives that have come out of the the interview from last week. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think the only positive was Andrew Kaplan. We might as well name him who said, I loved it. I I think Robbie believes he's the smartest guy here, and he couldn't get enough. So Andrew Kaplan was very positive. I would say 30 people negative. Kaplan is our producer on the Watch DA simulcast. So he was uh, he really enjoyed it, but what you're telling me is that everybody else really hated it. Really hated it. And we had listeners, too. Let's be honest. Listeners tweeted us. I, I read yeah. them. I read them. Yeah. This is unfair. Moraz belches, and we got this animal here on the, uh, on the yeah. PGP. He just so. came off as too arrogant and too much of a know-it-all. And apparently, I mean, even people that don't work here, like a Kenny Brock, has flipped and really is irate. Which is what's going to happen here in a couple moments on side B of the PGP, a town hall, a gathering, if you will, <laughs> of those who dislike Robbie Rosenhaus getting to uh, getting to respond to last week's PGP. Um, uh, Kenny Brock will be one of them, and we know how angry he is. Um, first time in my life, Kenny Brock was really pro-me and anti-you on something. Pete the Body Bilotti will get to answer uh, him's not liking, and Jay Berman now will have to be addressed as far as not liking him. So it's going to be a little round robin here, if you will. A town hall on the Rosenhaus. <laughs> Sit down. This is like, exactly. This is the, this is our Stormy Daniels yeah. is now here. It's like when Stormy does the, the 60 minutes sit-down, then immediately CNN has to have a roundtable right. of eight different people to analyze. And that's going to happen here. So this is me coming off the bench and ending my suspension with a round table of, of ghosts of present and past from side B of the PGP. Oh, man. I can't wait. This is the best possible side B right now. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right. Welcome into side B. Is this thing on? Is let's, this thing on? Let's go. Let's go. This is Moraz, the executive producer of the DA show, 
And back to being host of Side B of the PGP, apparently my suspension is lifted. So first and foremost, before I get into what is going to be a very special Side B, I just want to address very quickly and apologize for anybody who happened to be offended. I know DA was, but if you were a listener and you heard the PGP two weeks ago where I burped, I want to emphasize burped, not belched, despite conflicts. I believe there is a difference. If you were uh, offended, I apologize. I didn't mean to make you feel grossed out or anything like that. I am naturally a pig, and if you've listened to the show long enough, you know I'm a pig, and I guess there are certain boundaries a pig cannot cross through his trough, and I cross those. I have paid my penalty. I am back. I will have accepted the punishment, and here I again, uh, am again hosting on Side B. Now, as has been teed up and set up in promo, this was supposed to be a town hall Side B, if you will, addressing the Robbie Rosenhouse interview from last week, and in many ways it still will be. However, not the way initially planned because apparently Robbie Rosenhouse has rubbed off on everybody. And not in a good way. Damn right he has. Now that's Pete, Pete the Body Bilotti, and I was going to tee him up as to why he's here and you're not hearing other voices that are supposed to be here in the town hall. Kenny Brock and Jay Berman, here we are. Uh, they were supposed to arrive at noon Eastern time to tape this side B on this Tuesday in March here. I don't even know the date, March 27. Okay? It is now 12-12. Pete Bilotti has things to do. Kenny Brock and... Jay Berman apparently coming in or late. And so now this is what I mean with Robbie rubbing him off, Pete. Just last week on the PGP, Robbie was 20 minutes late to his interview. Influence. This, is the, this is my whole deal with uh, with Robbie. Yes. It, it's it's just bad habits. Bad habits. And now it's rubbing off on guys who, who are on Side B as well. So now Side B is just about people being late to tape? Oh, it, it's and I'm not a fan of re- rewarding bad behavior. But you know what? We're in a business where on-the-air results get get the first word. Right. Um, but my problem with Mr. Rosenhaus is the fact that he has decided to lie to people to basically you're, not work. You're going right into this, huh? Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, Robbie's a good guy, but you know what? Stop being lazy. Wow. Stop being lazy and stop uh, trying to think you're better than everybody else when you're not. Okay, so side B, as we discussed, is supposed to be a town hall where we air our grievances with the Robbie interview, and right off the bat, Pete just went right into it. Well, I'm in my opening statement. This is the opening statement of the town hall. This is opening statement. Pete Bellotti was mentioned by DA last week as one of several people who maybe dislikes Robbie, and Rosenhaus was a little taken aback by it. said, Pete, I don't know what I ever did to this guy, Pete. See, I I didn't mean to cut you off, but I don't dislike Robbie. I don't dislike Robbie. As the person. I just am... I just am thoroughly irritated with the act around what could possibly be something very beneficial for himself. So do you think he is an act and not being genuine? No, no I think he I think he's unfortunately I think some of the bad things are genuine. Uh, unfortunately, like, such as um lazy work habit. Okay. Lazy work habits leaving whenever he feels like it. When, when the shift is over, when the shift is not over, to go work and do something else, as was mentioned on the previous PGP. Hmm. I mean, you don't do that. Uh, that you're, making, you're making money off of this company, and you're going to go make money on someone else's company? I mean, that's not right. Yeah, I found that pretty interesting. That <laughs> And the work wasn't done yet. The work, contrary to what he says, right. the work was not done yet. And we need to hammer home that point. When, when Robbie Rosenhaus in last week's PGP mentions that he left early on St. Patrick's Day from his shift, and everybody at work knew, and it was no problem covering for him, and he wasn't missing much work, and he had to go drive the Uber, you know? Of course, why not? I found out from a source, the person who had to cover up his work, I will not name his name, 
but was not asked or not told by Robbie that he was leaving and had to stay extra to do his work while not getting paid extra by the company because then he would have to put in for that time and the company would then know Robbie left early and Robbie, of course, collected on the company dime. Yes, smartest guy in the room. Um, Meanwhile, this is all out there. All right, so a real smart guy in the room. That's, that's, That's a horrible way and a horrible outlook on things. You know, you see guys that we've worked with that have developed onto on-air um, uh, talents and have ha- are very humble about it, know what they have to do, but this guy is just a lunatic in terms of, it's like a tornado. It's a tornado full of of, of bad vibes with, with some of the stuff he does, and he can be very good, but he just doesn't focus. A tornado of bad vibes. Yeah. Pete the Body Bellotti. So you're, you were more angered? Agitated. I'm angry because sad. Well, what, look, what was your I'm reaction angry, to I'm hearing angry Robbie? Because there's guys around here that are dying to be on the air. Okay, so and there's guys around here dying for spots. You know, guys that aren't even in the building that are dying for spots. You're a guy who who takes a lot of this personal in this business as far as the right guys to be hired. Yeah. Was Robbie the right fit for CBS Sports Radio? Look, at the time, I would say probably based at on the time, resume. Based on resume. You know, and, and and look, I'm saying this again. We've said this before. He comes, I believe, kind of like ultimately when- comes from a good place. But I think, you know, there's just a bunch of just garbage he has to get rid of. He has to flush out. And then he could be fine in this business. He just, he just, some of the stuff that he does is like, like I never drank with him. Like on the PGP, he says, oh, we, we drank together. We never drank together. No, I, I just, I think that he's a, um, uh, he needs to grow up. And Growing he, up's a, a good word. He there. needs to grow up, um, you know. He, I, but maybe this attitude now he's finally found the right place and the right niche to bring him to stardom. And DA is helping him along. It could be, but you know what? You also got to. I mean, he's he, it's young enough. It's not like he's had Mike Francesa's career. You know, you want to be able to lay the pavement a little bit in order to establish the career. Now he does acknowledge, though, he's had some bumps along the way and some obstacles, and acknowledges some of that is his fault. Is there anything admirable about that? That is that is a good thing to acknowledge, but you got to acknowledge the whole pie. Okay, now you are a professor at yes. St. John's University. Yes. Is that okay? I can name the university? Yes, you can. Yeah. You have had me in. You've had DA in. You've had Tiki Barber, and you've had several guest speakers. I think you do a great job with your speaker series there. All right. Because of the mistakes and the stops Robbie Rosenhouse has made along the way, would you ever allow him to speak to your class? No. No. Wow. No. No. I. I, I, mean, I don't think. I, I think it's. A, I think. It's a representative of a lazy culture. But my point is maybe if he could acknowledge the laziness and speak to your class about being he lazy. He has to acknowledge everything because that's the thing. I think he's doing it halfway. I don't think he's acknowledging the whole pie. Okay. So, and that's a whole pie is something he. Uh, well, I, I, don't have to, I don't have to say anything else after that. But, um, <sighs> but if I had a piece of advice, Robbie, I'd be like, you know, you're on a track. Stay on the good side of it. You know, have your edge, but you know what? He's he's been on the bad side too Acknowledge your faults. Acknowledge all of your faults, not just some of them. So you come away feeling worse, before I let you go here, worse or better about Robbie Rosenhaus after listening to last week's PGP? I feel feel worse about it because— He thought he came across feeling better about it for people. Yeah. I I don't know. Your your feelings on him have at least altered— He needs to improve. I'm not saying it's a closed case. There there needs to be room—there needs to be— Ability to improve because he has knowledge, he has contacts, you know, he has ability on the air, but he needs to improve. That's that's how I look at it. Well, 
the side B of the PGP has gotten riveting, gotten right into it. We really didn't have much of a preamble to get you going, Pete. Right. But um, I've been told the other two bozos are approaching the building. Okay. So I am going to relieve you. I think we got a good eight minutes on your thoughts on this. That's fine. I hope they, I hope they give their honest opinions as well. So more of this explosive Permission Granted podcast and the response to last week's uh, our version of the Stormy Daniels interview, if you will, with Robbie Rosenhouse. Uh, more intense. More is, intense. Is to come now with Kenny Brock and Jay Byrne. All right. More from this explosive side B of the Permission Granted podcast. That was Pete the Body Bellotti. And now two former members of the DA show join us with apparently a lot on their minds, more so than just Robbie. Uh, Kenny Brock is here. And uh, Jay Berman, who was a part of the last side B I was a part of that I got suspended after. How you doing, Jay? Um, I've got a lot on my mind. Okay. I think it's important that Jay, before we get to the suspension, because, okay, we have a lot on our mind here. Number one, yes. It's Obviously, f- you do as well. I was suspended for, for burps, okay? The Robbie Rosenhaus thing has everybody <laughs> whirled up. Brock has thoughts. We're going to get Berman's thoughts. But, Jay, last week on the Permission Credit Podcast to Robbie, your name was one of several names dropped to him by DA of people. Insanity. That, Total of, insanity. Of people that don't like Robbie. And you came right at me with a text message and said, what is DA doing dropping my name there? And I will allow you to speak freely on were you unfairly mentioned. This was absolutely 100% DA shtick. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But he, know, he, I mean, he owns it. He definitely owns it. Okay, so you were upset that your name was mentioned. I never, ever in my life talked to D.A. about Robbie Rosenhaus. Not once. That's completely irrelevant. Okay. Completely so, irrelevant. That's nothing to do with the story. Now, hold on. After the Permission Graded podcast last I want to know how he which, knows. By the way, this Rosenhaus has become our Stormy Daniels. It's really gotten quite the reaction <laughs> from people. <laughs> so, so after that, I get a text from you and from several others, including Mike Carver, who were mentioned that Rosenhaus cornered every one of you and asked you questions yeah, about did. this. I didn't know about it either. So you didn't know you were mentioned <laughs> and Rosenhaus blindsided you. Yeah, he's like, did you listen? I'm like, did I listen to what? It's like, PGP. Like, no. <laughs> and so he's like, yeah, you know, some things were thrown around, stuff like that. Oh, being all coy. I mean, I, so again, your reaction it's irrelevant. Was did you no- cower? No, I told him I didn't know what he was talking about. Okay. Because afterwards, you texted me to ask me what was going on. You told me that was a bad job by us. We shouldn't have mentioned it. Uh, and The then combination it- of your big fat mouth uh-huh. and D.A. shtick. Led to me looking like a total D-bag. Okay, I agree. You were probably unfairly portrayed, but afterwards... Carver as well. No, because Carver had told me ahead of time he had problems. And I thought all that, you know what? Okay, but you didn't mention it. D.A. did. So that means you told D.A. Right. And it needed to be said. (laughs) So then afterwards, via text, when you were telling me that, you know, you got cornered, you said, by the way, all the things that were said in the podcast were true. So you did feel that way. Why would you just say that? Because we're putting it all out on the table. I said he was annoying. I said he was annoying. Okay, so, so Robbie, that, when you listen to this, don't take it personally, but you're annoying. The PGP is not for wimps, Berman. Did, did you, now you've listened to the Robbie. Did I just say what needed to be said? Okay, did you listen to the Robbie Rosenhaus interview now? No. You still didn't listen to it? No, I still didn't listen to it. All right, because I was going to say, he comes across very arrogant, and I was wondering if you think he helped matters or... <laughs> he probably didn't. Okay. <laughs> My guess is he probably didn't, but I didn't hear it, so I don't know. Okay. Oh, here we go. Jay didn't hear. So, hold on. Now we're going to go to Kenny Brock here. All right. 
Brock, you're... First of all, let me just give... There's a the budget here. Come on. Can we get a working microphone <laughs> right, one so time? We're in, the, we're in the process of making an edit because Brock's microphone <laughs> wasn't working. So, Brock, you're an impartial observer to, to Robbie Rosenhaus. <laughs> okay? As I reset this. This place stinks. You ha you've never worked with him personally. No, I don't know him from a hole in the wall. All I know is he looks like Steve from Jerry Springer ate the Michelin Man from pictures that I've seen. Okay. That's it. But now you hated me for a long time when you worked S with me. Still do. Okay. You listen to Robbie Rosenhaus talk, and what sticks out about him? I want to punch him in the face. I don't know him at all, and I just want to punch him. Because how old is he? He's what? Mid-30s? Mid-30s, right. So we're we're early. I'm 30. You're 30, right? Yes. And So he's playing this whole, oh, you know, I haven't caught the breaks. I haven't blah, blah, blah. Like, shut the up. You make your own breaks in this business, right? We've all busted our humps. It has not gone the way it's supposed to for a lot of us. But yet here he is getting on his high horse, saying that he's one of the smartest people who work here. Listen, that's like being the skinniest kid at fat camp on the first day. There's not a lot of smart uh, knuckleheads that are working here behind the scenes. Okay, well, even so, do you think he could be one of the smartest people that work here? It doesn't matter. What the, Berman, what the, I want your thought on that because you would actually know. Rosenhaus said he was the smartest person that worked here. Also, Berman and I are sharing a mic because You're the right. budget here at Can CBS Sports Can you guys Sports get Radio. next to each other, please? Come on. What was the question? Is Robbie one of the smartest people that work here? I can't believe he said that. Is he one of the smartest people at work here? I honestly don't have in-depth conversations with him, so I have no idea. I'm not suggesting that he is. He probably isn't because he's annoying. But He um, also stated, as he pointed out with management, I'm pointing to Brock, that he has had some obstacles along the way. Some of it management's fault, a lot of it management's fault, <laughs> some of it's his fault, and all his stops That's in radio. That's just something that he probably tells himself. All right, so Brock, he's made multiple stops in radio. Yeah. Multiple. Cool. Like, I, he, I so don't, he don't give a sh Like, dude, I literally could not care less about the multiple stops. I worked at WIP for two years. You worked at FAN for how long? Uh, four years. Four years. And then you got your first break working here, right? You've been here 10 years? Uh, no, no, probably because I started in 2010. You're a loser, So by the three way. years? Yeah, True. besides the point. So you worked at Subway while working at FAN. Like, you yeah. were doing the whole grind. Sandwich I did the same artists, thing yep. and. You made sandwiches. Let's not, come on, again with the sandwich art stuff. I did the same thing in Philly. I worked our way up. We grinded. Yeah, did we get a couple breaks? I don't know. But apparently management liked us enough to move us up and to hire us for a national sports talk radio uh, station. Good point. So we've done the work. I You, you can bounce around to Atlanta, Seattle, Boise. So I just, I, I don't want to hear the woe is me. Like, grow up. <laughs> come on. I, I don't want to hear it. You if you if it hasn't worked out to you at this point, maybe it's time to look elsewhere. Go drive some Vikings fans' wives home who may or may not have been threatened at the Eagles Vikings game. Okay. Now to add to that point about driving people home, and I'm gonna want Berman's thoughts on this. So Berman, if you could stand next to Brock here. All Come right. Here. I mean, Come here, pal. We're talking at the same time. Robbie Rosenhaus, Berman, if you're aware, drives Uber in the in his spare time. <laughs> I found that out two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so in this, one of the things oh that, that really gets people angry about Robbie is that he skirts responsibility, something I know nothing about, yeah. obviously. And he left the shift on St. Patrick's Day at night. He signed up and made himself available to work tape. Tape means you're cutting audio, for those of you not listening. Cutting at the, the network? At the network, I believe, or the one of them. Thanks. <laughs> All I know is he decided that he was going to leave. He says an hour early. I've been told two hours early. 
And he says he told everybody there the deal and everybody was fine with it. I have found out from other people that nobody was fine with it. And somebody (laughs) who will not be named had to stay and cut highlights two hours after his shift ended and didn't get paid for it. I can't tell you that person's name. Well, I thought we were (laughs) PGP, bro. His name rhymes with Brian Sticky. Okay. I do. All right. So anyway, he had to stay. And because of this, as you guys know, when you work part-time at radio, you're not salaried. You make a timesheet where you tell him what time you worked, and you're on a schedule to a time so you do that. There is no way, and he didn't declare this, there is no way that Robbie put the actual time he left. He probably put the time he was scheduled to, which meant he was still getting paid by this place while going to drive for Uber, and that other person who had to finish his work could not get paid for those hours because then he would have to rat Robbie out, and he wouldn't do that. Robbie put that person in an uncomfortable spot. But Robbie says last week on the PGP, like, oh, it's no big deal. I told him, like, it's not a problem. You know, I had to drive Uber. I had to make my money. He sells this like he doesn't realize he's doing anything wrong. And this, to me, is nuts. Berman, if you were somebody <laughs> who had the cover from, would you would you suck it up and just do the extra free labor? Or would you bring it to management's attention? I don't know. That's hard for me to say. It, I would do that for some people. I don't know if I'd do it for everybody. But in general, the principle of the whole thing, right? Like, y- your job is to work until you are off the clock. You can't just come in and say, oh, this is what I'm doing. You're a part-time board op tape cutter. That's your job. You don't make the rules around here. The rules are made for you, and you abide by them. See or no? Yeah. Uh, it doesn't mean <laughs> I wouldn't do a favor. Like, people, people switch shifts all the time, you know? Yeah, but, but shifts is different I'm not defending him in sure. any way. I think it was totally selfish for him to suggest that everybody was on board. And Kenny will know this from working as a part-timer, you know, behind the scenes cutting tape. You have to make yourself available, right? Like, there are, you're dying for shifts to put money in your pocket. He put that he could work that night. That's terrible. And then, it's therefore, terrible. there was probably, I would say, three to four at least part-timers who probably weren't drinking on St. Paddy's Day that would have been down to work and make money and make that extra scratch. But he took that shift, worked that shift, then bailed early. And, you know, I just don't think that's right. I don't think that's right at all. I agree with you. So he's skirting response. So you do think he's, you know, a piece of work. You asked me if I would cover for him. Yeah. That's what you asked. If Robbie Rosenhaus... No, I wouldn't cover for Robbie Rosenhaus. Okay. You're a, you're I'd up- cover for some people. You're an update anchor, okay? Sadly. Sadly. <laughs> you're not a board operator. You're not a producer. You're not a tape up that actually... No, but I know I know what it takes to do the... I mean, I can't run the board. Definitely what I'm saying not, to you, though, is if I you know were a peer on that tape. level working the same position as Robbie, would you not be annoyed with him? Of course I would. Of course I would. Right? Like, we're all grinding like where you guys are. I'm not anymore. You guys are all grinding to get to that next level, right? To, right. To, to make the jump to part-time to full-time, from full-time board op to full-time producer, full-time yep. producer to on-air or update anchor, whatever the trajectory that you fancy for yourself is. That's the grind. It's not come in here, oh, I probably don't make a ton of money working part-time, so I'm going to go and make money with Uber. That's fine. Go make money with Uber after your shift ends exactly. or don't sign up for the shift at all. If you want to drive Uber on St. Paddy's Day night. Don't be that. But then don't come at everybody saying that you're the smartest guy that works here because you're not the smartest guy that works here because you got caught in a lie. So I would agree. I would totally agree with you. Now, to that point, before we get into your what you're going to tell me about the suspension, before we get to that, I'm going to ask both of you this. DA's recent, I would say, love affair with Robbie Rosenhaus that he was last week as I'm suspended on side B, that he's playing drops that he Can I can I give him credit for one thing? DA knew this would happen. He totally did. Can you stand next to each other? He can talk and we can talk together. Okay. So but but the point I'm gonna say though is 
is DA doing wrong by making him some kind of, you know, in his mind, he Rosenhaus thinks he's becoming a star because of DA. What is DA doing? DA stirring the pot. What is what is that? But he's giving to him a four. What is that leading leading to? The three of us who haven't hung out since probably the last birth DA two years ago have right. been in the same room at the same time. Before Berman fell asleep in the rec room and went missing at the last one. I don't remember that. I think I might have left by that <laughs> I time. Took a time out. <laughs> a little thirty second TV timeout. That's all it was. Um, but yeah, yeah. But so, DA knows what he's doing. That's but now Rosenhaus's head is inflated. He Ooh. thinks he's like the he's on this on a path to be a star. Yeah, and he's a part time board op and tape cutter. So reality checks suck. Okay. Well, on that note, Brock, you have some thoughts that you <laughs> you told me you wanted to say. And Berman, you feel free to chime Here in at any point. Stirring the pot per year. Okay, no, no. It's, you a, wanted, it's a 9 to 12 thing. You wanted to start with this, and we had to start with Rosen House. I think there's a little bit of uh, talking out of both sides of the mouth by okay. DA suspending you for burping. Okay, He why? knows what you are. You are a fat slob who doesn't give a about how they're perceived as long as you're getting a little bit of shine, Right. As long as, as long as your name is mentioned and as long as you're getting, like, the love, you could be sitting in Central Park naked in a Speedo with your fat rolls hanging everywhere, covered in birdseed and honey. Okay, it's tough for me to argue those Chris points. Go. I wouldn't say Chris exactly. Go. sorry. <laughs> Chris I go. Also, My apologies. I also wouldn't call them fat rolls, but okay, I get your point. Any publicity is so, good publicity. Okay. Exactly. Oh, wait, time out. Pause real quick before we go back. That's the other thing I hate about Rosenhaus is that he is... <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. He is basically the reincarnation of Carver, uh, JJ After Dark radio program, Tommy Lugauer, all these New York guys. You, for some reason, you don't really talk like it, but all of them say the same thing. Oh, is that right? Come on. What are we doing here? Ah. And that's Robbie Stick 24 7 And that is so annoying that he does it worse than everybody else. Because Carver's funny as because Carver's Carver. Lugauer is maybe one of the low-key funniest people I know, and he doesn't mean to be funny. Right. And JJ's just JJ after Duck. And Rosenhaus has taken, like, a hybrid of those three and made it try to make it his own thing, and it doesn't work because you, you're you not original. You want to be in this business and whatever, be original, stand out. That's the one thing that I meant to get to earlier that drives me absolutely insane. And I've only listened to him talk for, you know, 14 minutes on the last podcast or whatever. Anyways, back Hey, okay. <laughs> Wow, Brock coming in hot. All right, back well, no, to... A, I, do you I sh- disagree? No, I don't disagree. Yeah, it's, I don't disagree. And, it, and that happens to a lot of guys point, here. Fair point, Mikey. Fair point. And when you become annoying and you do that, that takes it to another annoying level. But okay, back to this, because I'm actually curious, because you never have my back on anything. And I get the sense we're getting to the point where you might have my back, so I really want to hear what comes out of your mouth here. I just think, you know what you're getting with Mraz. You know what you signed up for. You guys have been together, what now, five years almost? Uh-huh. Um, you can't... And you were there for every night of two of them. I was there for every night but two of them. Wow. No, for two of them. For two of them. Right. Yeah. I, whatever. For Doesn't two matter. two years of them. Doesn't right. matter. Okay. You just said that weird. I just don't think that you can, you know, take you to the woodshed for you being you. I think you're going to be who you are 24-7, and that's what makes you Mraz or Sean Marash or whatever, you know, your name is. And I don't think taking disciplining you for being you and talking about the brand the brand is partially Mraz being a fat slob, and it's he didn't do it on air. If you would have done this on air, then chastise you, suspend you I would agree. from being on air for the next month. I know not to burp on the show. That is 100%. 1,000%, you know, uh, a reprehensible offense. Although I have during eating contests. But yeah, that's different. I mean, okay. that's a quote-unquote whoopsie as DA classified <laughs> it. <laughs> but, like, it, it's the podcast. I'm with you on that. I know you probably shouldn't have said that to DA, and I'm sure DA will have couple two tree things to say to me after this but it's it is the podcast it's not it is an extension of the show 
but it's also a behind the scenes kind of thing. That's what the, we created this four years, five years ago for. Okay, so I will address that, and, and this really got DA angry, so I'm almost afraid to address it further. Do it. Um, my thought process, and now I know based on the punishment not to burp in the PGP, was that this has been a PGP that Berman has been a part of where he has farted, or I have Herman farted. also farted on air, so I mean, that's... Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Um, here, yeah, here's a tweet. <laughs> 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 well, the point is, and DA has made me amplify the fart, and his point there was at least there was laughter and reaction. When I burped, I just kind of burped and went along my way, and Jay didn't even react to it. Well, yeah, because you, you're a couple guys who are into that kind <laughs> so of So Jay actually screwed me. Had Jay reacted to it, maybe I would have got away with it. Now I'm never See, burping or farting again. Now you're shirking responsibility on the Berman. You're pulling that Rosenhaus thing. You probably fart 25 times a day in here. No, I'm don't just, say you're not going to fart. I'm saying that's that was my point. You might of view not was, burp on air, fine, but don't say you're never going to fart again. My perspective is on the PGP. It's an extension of the show. It's the show behind the show, and it's always been the cutting room floor. So if I have had Da tell me to amplify farts before, and then put them have a scorecard put up about everything I ate at Barclays Center. I'm suddenly supposed to know the line is drawn at not well, being able to burp on the PGP, even though I know it's not to burp on air. And I'm not trying to shirk responsibility because now I get it. I get why it was wrong. But I'm trying to tell you in that time why I did not edit it out and why I felt at the time I should not have been punished. But you gave the perfect example. You guys went through and did the whole... Um... By the way, Bilotti... <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I texted Bilotti to cover my minute as we're taping here. I just said, can you listen to the minute? He is doing nothing out there. And he just ran past the glass yelling at me through the glass. And, I mean, calm down, Pete. Calm down. All right, anyway, what did End you of say? The world. Um, but I think you brought up a good point with the whole Barclays thing. Like, the amount of food you ate, which is absolutely disgusting and, and revolting and, you know, whatever. But, like... You can't, you know, you can't talk out of both sides of your mouth to, to Mraz. I think it's either got to be one way or it's got to be the other way. Yeah. I mean, I think, though, now the line at least is drawn. Is the line blurry? You guys, I think the line's just me. I can't fart or burp anymore. First of all, there was an ori original probation. And I know that's on air, but still. Fart probation. That right. was never. I couldn't I, talk I, about farts anymore. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I don't Hold think. on. Pete is walking back all angry. All angry. Yes, Pete, the minute's on Jay Wright as he texts me. I mean, calm down, Pete. Hasn't that ship sailed? Isn't it too late? <laughs> I, know, I know nobody listening against this, but you got to see Pete, the body, just huffing and puffing back here. I mean, Pete, you're doing nothing. Okay. But anyway, go on. The ship. So, yes, we had far probation. We've had a lot of, of whoopsies and oopsies and all that, those bumps along the way where there was never this kind of punishment or backlash. In fact, a lot of it brought laughter out of DA. So, I don't know... I don't know what changed, but something has changed. I served my, my, if you will, punishment, and it's not going to happen anymore. So I, I have to find a way to be less of a pig while still being a pig, I guess would be the bottom line there. Also, Bear, are you guys pro me or pro DA on the suspension? Pro you. Brock? I gave my answer. I'm pro you. I just wanted to clarify that because you never say that. All right. So before, by the way, let me just say one mind, thing. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Okay. But that's the reason Rosenhaus came aboard because you weren't there. That's that PGP. DA knew it from the beginning. So you think the Such suspension a was a plant? Yeah, well, and what did it equal? Robbie Rosenhaus. That's what it did. So after this, we got to be done with Robbie Rosenhaus, right? Yeah. there. You have to cut it off. Cut off the dead limb. The gangrene's going to start spreading soon. If you guys keep talking about him, it's going to keep getting worse. He's going to start not showing up for shifts and putting in for the shifts. He's not going to cut a...
thing when he's here. I, I, I mean, mean, if you're saying that his fat head can't fit through a door now, it's only going to get worse if you continue to talk about him. But, again, this is a, you know, DA, well played. Wow. Well, this was explosive. DA got shots taken. I mean, we really dissected Rosenhaus. I know you guys had very busy days, so I, I appreciate you coming down here. Yeah, I, Would you like to give any social media plugs to yourself? No, I don't work in that industry anymore. Uh, so yeah, you, I took time out of my lunch break. I was in an edit this morning and had to come all the way down here. The Cross Bronx Expressway traffic was awful. I was 25 minutes late. I was supposed to have 45 minutes. It's a whole thing. That was another crack at Rosenhaus. Berman, you want to give a Twitter plug? Not really. You got 900 followers yet? You're funny. That joke has never been told before. Brock's eyes just lit up like war zone here. <laughs> you can follow Jay on Twitter, at Jay Berman. Brock, do you have a comment on that? Yeah, don't follow Mraz, because all he tweets is dumb all the time. He's at a fat CBS loser. <laughs> at Mraz CBS for that. Uh, thank you, boys, and that, uh, that'll do it for the PGP. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.